Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Are you tired of working so hard and getting absolutely nowhere? It's frustrating, yeah? Spinning in circles, feeling like you have no direction and no action is working for you. Want to find out why it's not working? Guess what? It's not what you're doing wrong. It's what you're thinking wrong. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis, here to share everything I've learned about how a simple mindset shift can completely transform your life. If you're someone who is sick of taking action that is leading nowhere, this episode is for you. Today, we're going to see why it's not your actions that are the problem, but it's your thinking. Likely, it's negative thinking. I'm going to share the easiest method ever to shift your thoughts from negative to positive so you can start getting the results that you want for your life beginning now. I bet you think you are a positive person. And I'm here to tell you that you're probably wrong. I know, I know, hot take here. Um, I'm not trying to come at you. I know it's too early for that. But I really want to explain to you the difference between getting the life that you want and not. So if you are not experiencing the life that you want to be living, if things are just not working out for you, if you are spinning in circles, I'm going to tell you, There is a simple shift for you, but the first step is let's assess and see if you are actually a positive person. Now, I'm not going to come after your attitude. I have no idea. You might have a positive attitude, right? Oh, no. Yes, things are going to work out for me. Everything's great. A happy person, right? Don't get mad. You're generally in good spirits, right? You like to be optimistic and the glass is half full kind of person, right? That's your attitude. I'm a law of attraction coach, and I'm here to talk about your energy. So I'm here to also tell you that you can have a positive attitude and have completely negative energy. And that energy, that focal point of your entire being is what is keeping you from your best life ever. Okay, so let's talk about this. I'm going to paint a scenario and you tell me what you would automatically think. You are on your way to work. You're already running just a couple minutes behind, right? You're just going to get there on time and you hop onto the highway and there is an accident. Traffic is backed up for a mile. What is your first thought? I'm probably going to be late. Even if you're not mad about it, is that your automatic, keyword automatic, first thought? How about this? This is a tricky one. You are brushing your teeth and you uh, uh, open the drawer, pull out the toothpaste, And you see that you only have, you know, you're squeezing from the bottom up, right? Getting that one last little bit of toothpaste before you have to get a new tube, right? I bet you your first thought is, I need more toothpaste. I'm out. Versus, wow, I've brushed my teeth a lot of times and I'm really grateful for that. I know it's a hot take and it's tricky, but 99% of time, you probably think about what you do not want to happen and what you do not have what you need, right? And that is a negative energetic state. I automatically think about what I don't want, what is not going to work out for me. Even if you have a positive attitude about it, you really have to think, what is my automatic behavior, right? What is that automatic thought that comes in, okay? 
But here's the good thing, right? If you're starting to realize, yeah, I think I do automatically think about what I don't want to happen or what I need, right? That lack mentality of what I don't have. I'm here to tell you, I got some good tricks for you today. It is a simple mindset shift and that is all you got to do. So listen up closely and I'm going to talk to you about why your thoughts are negative, right? How do we end up here? How do we get out of it? But how do we end up here? Let's talk about that. So if you are not living this life that you want, we're going to go back to the law of attraction here, right? That focal point. We have to reshift, right? That mindset shift. We have to change the way we think to automatically think about what we do want, right? When you run into traffic on the way to work, you don't automatically think, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get in trouble. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be missing this meeting. It's nope. Everything works out for my highest good. And I'm, you know, glad I, I wasn't the one in the car accident, right? I'm, I'm going into gratitude, right? Or similar to the toothpaste, right? I'm grateful for all of the times I brush my teeth. But if that seems so far off for you, like what, why would I ever think that? I'm going to share today how that can be a huge game changer for you. So let's just go back to why do you automatically think that your thoughts are negative? Okay. So it's the way we've been conditioned. This is just the way society has told us to think, right? If you think about it from the time you're very, very young, it's don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, be careful of this, be careful of this. It's a lot of fear, right? And it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of fear-based thinking. And then you grow up and you start to get out there and it's don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And then you grow up a little more and you start to watch the news and everything is just fear-based and you're listening daily to things that you don't want to happen or that you didn't want to happen and things that you don't have. Prepare for this. This is going to happen. Fear-based. Or this happened. It's terrible. What I didn't want to happen. Right. So we've kind of been conditioned into this way of thinking. And by the time we get to the age of adulthood, where we start to kind of figure this out, it's kind of hard to change, right? Meaning you're not going to listen to this podcast. And then next time you run into traffic, just because you heard it once, a different frame of thought, you're not going to run into traffic and immediately think, oh, wow, I'm so glad I'm not the one who was in the accident. It's okay that I'm not, I'm going to be late for work. I don't even think that I'm going to be late for work. Everything will work out for my highest good. No, you're not going to automatically just switch your mind, right? It takes a little bit more effort and a little bit more work and a little bit more repetition is the key word. So let's just talk about how your mind works, how your brain works, okay? There's something called brain waves, and it's essentially like how your brain functions, right? When you are born, your brain waves are a lot slower, okay? And you can't really do much, right? You're, you're a baby. Uh, you're sleeping most of the time, and you're just kind of there, right? You can't really do much, right? And as you start to get a little bit older, from the ages, you know, two, four, two, five, you start to enter into something you're, you are born with gamma brainwaves. You switch into something called theta brainwaves where they're a little faster, right? You can start to observe and actually retain the information, right? And this is called theta brainwaves. That's your mindset. And you essentially absorb everything. You are a sponge. So take me, I'm learning Spanish on Duolingo. Duolingo, you can sponsor me, but it's taken me quite some time and I am not very far along, but my three-year-old nephew is absolutely crushing it. I would honestly consider him bilingual. How did a three-year-old learn Spanish faster than an adult, right? I should, quote unquote, know how to do that 
quicker, right? Because I'm smarter. I have more cognitive skills. Well, his brain is a sponge, right? Because of the brainwave speed that his brain functions in, where he accepts everything as truth, right? And this is where you start to form your beliefs, right? You are a sponge. You are accepting everything. There is absolutely no filter. Yes, yes, yes. This is where you start to see everything as truth. And as you get a little older, right, your brainwaves change again and into something called alpha. And you're starting to assign truth to things. This is where you you start saying, oh, yeah, this this makes sense. Pink is for girls. Blue is for boys. This is the truth. I have assigned truth based off of what I have seen. Okay, and this is where your beliefs, you know, when you were when you were younger in theta brainwaves, you accepted everything as truth. But then you start to assign what is actually true for you when you get a little older and your beliefs become thought patterns. And you start thinking these on repeat, thinking these on repeat, right? Pink is for girls, blue is for boys. And then as an adult, you start to get a little older and your brainwaves change again into something called beta brainwaves. And this is where you begin to have those, you know, you can do deductive reasoning, cognitive skills, critical thinking, I can make decisions, I can do crazy math, right? And all these these crazy things that we can do. I can make all these decisions. And the issue with this is when you get to this age, your beliefs, right, that you had seen and accepted as truth and turned into thought patterns of I have assigned truth to this for me, starts to form your habits, right? So if I believe that, and I've seen Blue is for boys, pink is for girls. And I've seen this to be true. I have assigned truth to it. So my habit would be, well, if I'm a girl, I'm going to wear pink. Okay, so that's my habit. And uh, at this point, your mind starts to, it's no longer a sponge just based off of your brainwaves. Because in beta, we can do all these things, but our minds are more like a hard rock, right? Where if you were to put a bunch of water on it, it would just kind of fall off to the side. This is why it's hard for me to learn Spanish as an adult, because I already know so much in there. There's not a lot of room for growth. This is why learning new skills as an adult is very hard. And you see, you know, two, three, honestly, and on TikTok, I've seen even, you know, one-year-olds, I swear, just like skiing down a mountain or like water skiing or something. It's crazy. But when you start to get older, your mind doesn't absorb all that stuff. So these habits... Right? We kind of get stuck in them. And that becomes your personality. Have you ever said this? That's just who I am. That's just the way I do things. I've always been this way. And maybe you have, right? But you've been conditioned to be that way. And here's where, uh, here's the, the miss that a lot of people think once they get to a certain point in their life that it's too late to change. Okay, if your beliefs form your thought patterns, which form your habits, which form your personality, right? What we have to do if you want to change who you are, you can't just change your personality, right? You can't just automatically change your mind that's been conditioned to think a certain way. You have to run it back to the beliefs, which is why I use the the Enneagram test, it's a personality test, to basically use a magnifying glass to figure out what is the belief that is creating the life that you live, Right? What are these beliefs that are forming these negative thoughts that are holding you back in these negative thought patterns, in these negative thought habits, right? In this negative, well, that's just who I am. I'm never going to change. You got to back it up and go back to the beliefs. 
because the beliefs are were formed when your your brain was malleable, right? That sponge. So you gotta you gotta dial it back, and you have to start thinking about your beliefs. So it's not about your actions. It's not about what you do in your personality. It's not about your habits. It's about what happened to get you here. So this is why I actually I do not coach actions. Very rarely I do not coach actions that don't stem from beliefs, right? You have to coach beliefs first. Because if you change your thoughts, if you change your beliefs, then you start to change your patterns and your habits and your result of who you are, right? Your personality. So why does it take so long to change? And and I'm going to explain it like this. It's hard to change when you are in beta brainwaves, right? There's a lot of research and evidence that goes into, you know, meditation. I'm sure you've heard meditation is really good for you. And it's because it gets you into a different it changes your brainwaves into something back into that theta. So you can start to recreate your thoughts and your beliefs and retrain your brain. But retraining your brain takes time. Like I said, you're not just going to listen to this podcast and brush your teeth next time and be like, wow, I'm so grateful for all the times I brushed my teeth. You're automatically going to go to, oh, I have to go to the store. I don't have enough toothpaste, you know? So why? Why? Because you've been conditioned to think this way, right? I like to explain it like this. Your neurons, right, in your brain, they create these neural pathways that have been there for a long time, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years sometimes. Do you know how long that can take to stop that neural pathway from making that connection, right, this negative thought? And I'm just going to use a thought that comes up in coaching a lot is I'm not good enough, right? When you were young, you observed that as truth. You started to assign truth to yourself. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough right? Your mind searches for reasons to support what it already believes. So now I'm creating these habits that come from this belief of I'm not good enough. Oh, well, this person's better than me. I'm not even going to try, right? I'm not going to tap into this potential. I'm not even going to do this or I'm not good enough. See, this person beat me at this. I'm not good enough. And these habits then form your personality of, well, I've always had bad self-esteem. You've conditioned yourself to have bad self-esteem. So if you want to keep having bad self-esteem, then you can turn off this podcast right now. But if you would like to retrain your brain, let me teach you how. And this is the the concept of my entire coaching is just redirecting your focal point. And I'm going to go over the simplest way to do this. It is just literally four easy steps. It's so, so simple. So the first thought is, you know, these neural pathways, they've been thinking this way for a really long time, Right. I don't want to think this anymore. Well, I can't just stop. Why? It's because, let's just uh, think of it like this. Two neurons are in your brain and they are the, the thoughts that connect and they say, I'm not good enough. And they're in a long-term relationship. They love each other. They are comfortable. They do not want to move. They've been together for 30 years. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. So when you start to introduce a new concept into your life of Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this mantra. I'm gonna start my personal development journey and say I am good enough. They're they're like in love over here, right? They've been thinking this for a long time. They don't even hear the outside world. And then you have this new thought that comes in. I'm good enough. And it's like they they're like, wait, what? What what was that? Uh, let's just you know back to it, right? And you think, oh well, no, I, Meg, I, I tried I, I I tried a positive thought and it didn't work for me. I guess it's just not going to work for me. No, you have to recreate a new neural pathway. That's going to take some time. More importantly, it takes repetition because here's what happens. These neurons over here, they're in a long-term relationship. They love each other. This new neuron comes in and it's like, I'm amazing. 
I'm telling myself that in the mirror every morning, right? And it keeps coming back, right? Every morning you're thinking, I'm amazing, I'm amazing, I'm amazing. Now, these two neurons are like, hey, what's going on over there? Like, like I'm having a party. Like, you know, let's just separate and let me just check this out because there's some brain power that is needed over here. And so I have to leave you and I'll, I'll be back, you know, but let me just go check on it. So the neurons break apart, right? That belief breaks apart even temporarily. And the, it goes and checks on, hey, this thought that I'm amazing, right? Now, it's probably not going to stay there, right? This is the, the repetition of you have to recreate a new neural pathway to retrain your brain. More importantly, to untrain your brain. You have to untrain these two neurons on being together and create this party over here that everybody wants to be at and create new neural pathways and new connections. So how do you do this? Because you do have to fight back. You do have to challenge yourself because your brain is going to work against you. It just is because you have conditioned it to be that. This is just the way you are, right? But you don't have to stay the way you are. That's, that's the point. That's the, the most amazing thing. I, I mean, I've lived it myself. Trust me, I will share many stories with you. But today I'm just going to share the method that is going to help you retrain and untrain your brain. It comes from one of my favorite teachers, Gabby Bernstein, and it's called the Choose Again Method. And I use this all the time in my daily life, and I use this all the time in coaching. So the Choose Again Method, I have this unhealthy thought that I do not want anymore that is shaping who I am, okay? I'm not just going to change who I am. I have to change the belief, and that's going to recreate who I want to be. So if I have this thought, uh, you know, I, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, the first step is and you're going to repeatedly do this, you're going to catch yourself every time that you catch yourself thinking, I'm not good enough. You're going to recognize the thought, oh, I'm thinking it again. I'm thinking that I'm not good enough, right? I didn't uh, audition for this one, you know, whatever it is, because, oh, I, I don't think I'm good enough. Oh, I'm doing it again. Okay. First step, recognize the thought. Second step, and this is a big one, and I love that that Gabby uh, emphasizes this so much is forgiving the thought. You have to forgive yourself, right? We are human. We have been conditioned. We've conditioned ourselves to be this way. It is okay that you're just not automatically going to recreate your thoughts. Forgive yourself. Forgive the thought. I'm human and I'm working on it. So you recognize the thought and then you forgive the thought. The third step is you choose a new thought. I know it sounds simple, but choose a new thought. I'm amazing. Okay. I'm going to add on to this. I'm amazing. So I want you to think about a thought that you have that you don't like. It's a negative thought and you don't like it because it's affecting your life and it's affecting your decisions. It's affecting your actions. It's affecting your outcomes. And when you recognize the thought, you forgive the thought and you choose a new thought. I'm amazing. When you say that new thought, how does it feel? Because I bet it feels a little inauthentic because you, again, have been conditioned to think this one way. This is what you know to be true. And so when it feels a little inauthentic, I want you to pause there before we go into that last fourth step, which is a game changer too. But let's just focus on this third step because you're going to get the life that you identify with. If you identify with the thought of, I'm not good enough, then that's what you're going to identify as you're going to get more of that. And that's going to be your life. So it's not just about saying the thought and not believing it. It's about identifying with it emotionally. 
creating another emotional response that's going to counteract your original thought. So you're going to say this new thought, I'm amazing. Why don't believe it? Your brain's going to try and trick you. So that's when you say, okay, let's give it a little juice here. Let's give it some evidence. Why am I amazing? Because the other thought, right, the original negative thought, I'm awful, I'm not good enough. You probably have a laundry list of reasons of why you believe that to be true. So if you have more reasons, more focal points, more energy around that thought, you're automatically going to go to that. So let's fight back. Let's challenge the thought. So we're going to choose again. We're going to choose a new thought, but we're also going to challenge it. Okay, I'm amazing. I don't believe it. Okay, let me challenge it. Why am I amazing? Well, you know what? I'm amazing because I did this really awesome thing that nobody else did. And that was actually pretty cool. Where I started a business from the ground up and it's actually been successful in its first year. I'm amazing because I picked my life up after it was in crumbles and made something for myself. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So you're going to start to give your new thought a little juice just to outweigh the negative thought, right? Because what you identify with, you're going to start believing more. And that's when you're going to get those actions and the results of what you want, right? When you identify with what you want more. So you're going to recognize the thought, forgive the thought, we're human, change the thought, you're going to choose again, but then give it a little juice so you actually start to believe it, right? And when you start to give yourself these examples, I mean, you're not making anything up. You're just thinking about it, right? You're thinking about what you do have, what is working out for you, what you do want. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. And when you start to put more energy into focusing on what you do want, what you do have, what it is working out for you, you start to believe it more because you start to put more energy, more brain power into these new beliefs and they're gonna hold more weight, okay? So after that, the last step is choosing to express gratitude. And this is the number one way that you can take yourself from a negative state to a positive state. The fastest way is expressing gratitude. Wow, I'm really glad that I, I, I feel this way about myself. I'm really thankful for this opportunity that allowed me to overcome and, and show how amazing I am. And you just express gratitude for where you are. Gratitude, I don't, I don't care where you are. If you switch to a gratitude practice, it is a game changer, I promise you. And it's a great cherry on the Sunday of changing your negative thoughts to positive ones. So then you start to identify, right, as these new positive thoughts. I'm focusing more on what I want, what's working for me. And then you start, let's go back to the beginning, right? If that is your belief, and it's going to take that repetition to untrain 30, 40, 50 years of your thinking this way, right? If you think about it, and this is where people get a little discouraged. I tried it, Meg, it didn't work for me. Okay, well, I want you to take your dominant hand and I want you to write your name. And then I want you to take your non-dominant hand and I want you to write your name. How did that feel? Right, pause this if you want to, but see how that experience went for you. It was probably so easy, you didn't even have to look at the paper if you were writing with your dominant hand. But when you start to write with your non-dominant hand, it's like, oh my gosh, am I a child, right? I don't, I know how to, how to write my name, but it feels weird, it feels awkward. It took so much time. And, and these are excuses that people use to continue on personal development, right? No one said it was going to be this bippity-boppity-boo change in your life. It takes repetition. You're untraining your brain to retrain it. 
how long would it take you to learn how to write with your non-dominant hand? Probably a long time. And you'd probably get there quicker if you did it every single day, right? It would get a little bit better. Yes, it would be hard. Oh, it's just going to be quicker for me just to write with my dominant hand. Or this takes a lot of effort or it's still not perfect. I'm still writing in scribbles, right? It doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. It takes up so much time. We have to fight through that. And here's the thing. You could not write with your dominant hand for a year. And I bet you if you picked up the pen, wrote your name, it would just be like, boop, like it was nothing. Because that automatic conditioned behavior can always creep in, which is why you have to dedicate a daily, daily practice to recreating your thoughts, recreating your beliefs, right? So if we go back to our little chart, your beliefs then form your thought patterns, right? What if you changed your beliefs? Don't change your actions, change your beliefs, change your thoughts. And then your thoughts become patterns that form habits that become your new personality. This is who I am, right? Of course, I have a a positive attitude. I I love that. But I also have this positive energy that is now creating this life that is based off of what I do want, what I do have. And I'm going to get more of that. And that is how you create the life that you truly want. So four easy steps. It is the choose again method. So you're going to recognize the thought. You're going to forgive the thought. You're going to choose again and challenge it. Challenge it. Identify as the thought that you want. And then you're going to express gratitude for the change. So that is the fastest way, as long as there's repetition, to change your thoughts from negative to positive so you can actually start seeing those positive outcomes in your life. So that's all I got for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it would be this. Expect good things always and they will happen. 